Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. This week we were talking about what in the world should you name your online course? This is a question that came to me from LinkedIn and I thought, hey, what a better place to answer this than on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show. I get this question a lot and you may be um, asking yourself that question regularly. And not only does this apply to uh, naming your online course, but it can also, the things you're going to learn in, in today's episode can be applied to your lead magnet, products and services that you have offering, um, that you have offered, and also just your copywriting and the text on your website in general. So stay tuned with me and discover um, what you need to consider before you name your online course, your lead magnet, or any products or services that you're putting out there so that you can get better traction. If you're new to the show, I'm Elisa Connor, and I own Elisa Connor Consulting. And every week I teach second act entrepreneurs how to leverage their expertise and their experience while harnessing the power of online marketing so that they attract new leads, build long-term relationships with those new leads and customers, and ultimately turn them into customers that purchase again and again so that you're growing your business. So without further ado, let's dive into the show. Hey there, I'm Elisa Connor, ex-corporate marketer turned entrepreneur. And along the way, I made all the mistakes just so you don't have to. Chances are you have a pretty full career. You've got experience, expertise, and probably a whole lot of education. The problem is people can't find you. This is why each week on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we feature expert education, marketing insights, and mindset shifts that are going to help you create a profitable business so you can secure your legacy, ensuring that you thrive not only in your first career, but also your second act. Welcome to the Second Act Entrepreneur Show. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you are like most people, you probably struggle at one point or another with trying to name something in your business. And so I wanted to give you three actionable tips and lots and lots of examples this week so that you can get an idea of things to consider before you even dive into creating new marketing materials or putting something out there. Um, And ultimately, what it's going to come down to is testing. So what people in the marketing world don't want you to know is that there is no firm answer about what works and what doesn't work. And here in my face here. And the reality is, is that everything in your business, including your marketing needs to be tested. And if it isn't working and you aren't testing, then you're never going to know how to fix it. And so the, um, the tactics that I'm going to share with you in a few minutes um, are overall tactics that have worked for me and my clients, but you're going to need to test them in your market with your clients, with your products, with your services. Um, but they are general enough that you can take them and run with them. And you can probably get some of these implemented right away, like today within this week at the latest within the month. And so, um, Let's dive in so we can get to those tactics, but I just wanted to give you a heads up on a little bit about uh, wanting to put the information in front of you that everything is test, 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 test. Um, Because if you don't test it, you don't know what doesn't work. And when you're testing, um, just change one thing at a time, because often everybody will just like throw out the baby with the bathwater and then they're like, oh crap, Um, I don't know what worked and what didn't work and now why it's not working again. So 
let's dive in. So the first um, tip that I have for you is that don't try to be clever. Clever confuses people. And so I see so many people that try to use clever taglines, clever descriptions of what they do, um, clever lead magnet ideas. And the reality is it doesn't work. Everybody wants something clever because they think that's what's going to work. That's what's going to make them stand out. But it is really the number one reason that people tune out and walk away. And there's a simple reason for that. And so um, I wanted to talk to you about that. And it goes back to the days of being a caveman. So cavemen really, their brain had two, had one major function. And that was to keep the caveman alive. And that part of our brain still exists. So even though we have evolved and we've, you know, learned more about our brain, we've learned more about different things that we can do with our brain and we've evolved as a society. Now we have technology. We have technology that is now mimicking human behavior um, and human emotions and all of those things with AI. But the part of the brain that um, kept the caveman alive is still in our brain. And the number one function of our brain is to keep us alive, to keep this body alive. And that part of our brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And so when you put something in front of the prefrontal cortex as a an offer, for example, in your business, so whether that's you're selling something or you want somebody to sign up for a lead magnet, the first part of the brain that it hits is the prefrontal cortex. Well, if it isn't life or death or in some way keeping stress down or in some way, you know, um, solving the problem that that brain has been kind of put out there to um, identify, then you've lost people. And when it's clever, especially in the world we live in now, people are inundated. They're inundated with information. They're inundated with to-do lists. They're inundated with um, just energy as a whole. And so when we're forcing them to work hard to figure out what the heck we're talking about, they're just not going to do it. They're going to walk away and look, the brain is going to keep looking for something that is actually going to help them solve that problem without them having to do a Sudoku puzzle to get the answer. And so the cleverness doesn't work because it's telling that part of the brain, oh, this is a puzzle, you got to figure it out. And you don't really have time to figure that out because we're trying to solve this problem so I can keep you alive. And so the second piece of the brain that the prefrontal, once the prefrontal cortex um, clicks on and goes, oh yeah, this is something we need to pay attention to, then it will activate the amygdala part of the brain, which is where your emotions live. And so that is why 95% or some ridiculous high 90% of buying and purchasing decisions are based on emotions. Because if you've satisfied the prefrontal cortex part of your brain and said, oh yeah, this is a solution. This, this is probably going to help us solve our problem. Then the emotions kick in and go, oh, but how do I feel about that? How do I feel about this person? How do I feel about the solution? How do I feel about, you know, what I'm reading on social media? How do their posts make me feel? And so connecting those two pieces is tricky, which is why I started this episode by saying you have to test it because you may nail one piece of it, but then the other piece isn't working so well. And so if you don't fix that piece of it, people aren't going to purchase and you've got to have them playing hand in hand together. Um, And so when you're naming your course, 
or your lead magnet or talking on your website. I have several examples and I'm just, I just pulled straight out copy from a website just to show it to you guys. Um, we need to take that into consideration because so many people will just slap up whatever they, they're thinking at the moment on their website and it isn't doing them a lick of good. Or they put it in a social post and it's not helping them. It's not engaging people. They're, people aren't interested in that. And so um, ultimately what we name any of those things, including our online course, needs to appeal to that part of the brain that says, hey, this is a solution. This is something that could help me solve problem A, B, or C. Um, and I need to solve that right away because it's stressing out this body. I can't sleep at night. I'm worried about money, health, fitness, whatever, you name it. Um, and so this solution right here that they're talking about is it has grabbed my attention because I think it could really help me. And so if you make it complicated, the brain is gonna be like, we don't have time for this. And they're just gonna move, it's just gonna move that person on to somebody actually who they think can help them solve the problem. And so um, if you want to engage people and keep them interested and keep them moving through your customer and buyer journey, you gotta keep it simple. And the simple pieces to include when you're doing any of this name creation or you're doing any kind of marketing at all for that matter, is what is the problem? Where are they now? Where do they want to be? And how are they gonna get there? And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek or a um, insider tip. <laughs> Your solution is not where they wanna be. And so I want you to think about that because a lot of times people will think, oh yeah, well my solution is they want to use my product. And that's not the solution. And so I don't want to dive into that too much today, but um, I do want you to think about what is the problem and just start with that because 90% of people that I go and I look at their website, I look at their marketing copy, I look at their profiles on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, they're not talking about a problem, they're talking about themselves. Um, and so I have a couple examples. So I, um, do quite a bit of research for not only these podcasts, but just for business in general, because I like to see what's happening out there. And I ran across this um, business and an online course called The Myrna Method. And I actually found this person um, via Upwork. And I was just curious, like what was happening out there and, you know, what kind of people were looking for help with email marketing, their sales funnel and the things that I do. And I ran across this lady. And so the name of her product is the Myrna method. And you can guess her name is Myrna. And so this tells me two things. One, she has a pretty big ego. She just named her product after herself. And two, it tells me nothing about what the course is, how it helps me, who it helps, um, or anything that would actually activate the part of my brain that says, hey, I need help with, for example, in this example, losing weight. So I dove deeper into the copy. And the first thing was, is her sales page did not nearly have a nearly in enough um, checklist items that are gonna help people purchase. And so I don't care if you have a low price offer or high price offer, there are certain things that you need to include on your sales page. Um, and if that is something that you guys are interested in, let me know, like send me a direct message over on LinkedIn 
or um, leave a comment below this video or leave a comment on the podcast notes show page and just let me know, hey, I want to know about sales pages because I'm happy to come on and talk about that and, and creating the um, copy around that. And so anyway, we dive in and her, um, and I'm going to have screenshots of this in the video. So if you're watching the video, you're going to see that right now. So when we look at her copy, it says, I help people live their lives at their leanest and healthiest weight through my dietary meal formulas that regulate the appetite and metabolism. Wow, is that a mouthful? And there were so many words in there that um, my brain was immediately like, too much, too much, too much, shut it off. It's not that I don't understand those words. It's just that what I really want is to lose weight and feel healthier. And so if somebody is told their brain, look for a way to help me lose weight so that I can get up the stairs without losing, you know, my breath or play faster with my kids or whatever. And so there's so there's a few things um, that are really challenging about this copy. And the first one is I help people. Well, which people? What people do you help? And so um, I'm just picking on Myrna a little bit. I don't know Myrna. I just happen to run across her page. Um, but it doesn't really tell you what she does. And it doesn't tell you how you can help people, how she helps people. Like they leanest and healthiest weight. Well, what does that mean? And why does it matter? And so I wrote a free rewrite for Myrna. So Myrna, if you're listening, awesome. Um, or send it to Myrna if you know her. But um, she, I know she's hiring somebody on Upwork to help her with their marketing. So um, maybe she will uh, get some tips from this. But here is a rewrite. Get back into the sexy red dress in 90 days. It's very clear. It's specific. You know, she's talking to a woman who wants to get back into that sexy red dress. And it's an end result because it's going to happen in 90 days. So you may not be able to say in 90 days, but you can say in as little as 90 days. Um, and you could even change it to something like instead of gasping for breath as you climb the stairs, or you can outrun co-workers half your age and have them whispering about how great you look in the break room. That is very specific. You're talking to somebody who works in a corporate office that is probably midlife because their co workers are younger than them and they want their less, their zest and their life back. And so um, that is a way you could fix this up. And you could actually call this the midlife um, reboot, healthy reboot, or something like that. Um, I don't know exactly what her, it looks like it's a nutrition course. So if I actually were going to talk about nutrition, I'd be like, lose weight eating the food you love. Because people losing weight immediately is like, oh crap, I'm going to have to do a bunch of stuff I don't want to do. It's exhausting just to think about it. Especially if you're midlife and you have 30 different things in your life pulling at you from different directions. You're like, the last thing I have time to do is sit here and weigh my food map out a meal plan, determine what I have to make for myself versus the people in my life or in my family or in my household. And it sounds, it's already exhausting. And so um, that is just a little, that's a, an idea um, for Myrna. And then the second example I have is this one. All right, just one more quick example in this area, and then we'll move on to the next piece. So this is all in alignment with that uh, first suggestion, which is keep it simple. And so this is an example of keeping it too simple. <laughs> so this training, um, I ran across on LinkedIn, I found this gal, 
And I was like, oh, she's in marketing. She probably has it figured out. But not all marketers are created equal. And I'm not picking on these people specifically, um, you know, for any particular reason other than I think that they could use a little help. And so this is special advanced LinkedIn training. Well, that's great. What kind what's special about it? What what's it going to do for me? Why is it advanced? Why do I want to come? Um, and so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, and then there's a lot of words below the title, um, right below the pricing. And there, the marketing for this, there was no buildup. It was just like a shop page. And then you came to this, which is the actual product. And so um, there's a few other things that I would recommend to her besides this. But the rewrite that I came up with instead is magnetize your LinkedIn profile to attract paying clients in seven days or less. And to me, that's very powerful. Um, now it may not be seven days. I don't know how long it takes to go through her program, but that was just something I came up with really quickly. Typically people are on LinkedIn one to get clients or two to get a job. So you could, depending on who you're talking to, um, it looks like she's talking to business owners on here. And so that's why I went with that direction. Um, but that is one way to just like kind of pop it up, jump part, jump start it, and not just jump into special advanced LinkedIn training because that doesn't tell me anything. And then as most marketers do, what she did was dove into all the tactics and this still isn't answering the problem. And so the problem that people are typically having in their LinkedIn profile area, or if it's advanced training with LinkedIn is that they don't know how to go from creating a really good profile to, um, turning that into a lead magnet machine for their business. So that is my second example. So let's dive into the next piece of this training um, or this show episode, which is we need to focus less on naming our product or our course or our lead magnet and more focus on the problem um, that you solve. And so that's sort of where we've been going with these examples, which is why I said each of these three tactics really feed into each other. And so if you um, apply them all, you're going to be miles ahead of your competition. And so why do we not need to focus on, you know, what the name of our product is? That seems kind of counterintuitive to what we're talking about in this episode. Well, people don't buy products, they buy solutions and they buy solutions that solve their problems specifically. And so let's look at an example. This is sort of a, a silly um, example, and um, but I think you'll get a lot out of it. And so I went to my local uh, donut shop website, and yes, they need a lot of help with their marketing because it took me a while to find this. But if we're looking at a donut, people don't go buy a donut because they need a donut. Nobody needs a donut, let's face it. Like most of us need less donuts if we're being quite honest, um, but we crave donuts because donuts give us that sugar rush and it clicks off the dopamine um, in our brain and it makes us feel good. So no matter what's happening out in the, in the world, um, you know, we don't have enough clients. The mortgages do, the kids are failing whatever grade. Um, whatever it might be that's going on, like if we can just have our donut and we have a bite of it, like our brain is immediately like, oh, all is right with the world because I have a donut. Unless you're gluten-free, then maybe not. But if you're trying to lose weight, it's really hard to resist the donuts. 
because they smell delicious and they like they hit your tongue and you're like, oh, the donut. And you drive by and you're like, man, I need a donut. And so when they use this was the best thing I found on the Lamar's website marketing um, was they used this phrase to describe their donuts. They will make your mouth water in anticipation of the next bite. Hello. Yeah, I'll be I want a donut. Like if you're not ready to have a donut after that phrase, um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because that not only has me wanting to drive over to the donut shop, and I don't need a donut. But then I'm bombarded once I get there by colors and sounds and smells. And I not only want to buy a donut, I want to take a dozen home. And so the food world has this nailed down in most cases. And I want I use this example because everybody can relate to walking by the donut shop or seeing the donut shop and it triggers a memory of like, oh, donuts smell really good. Oh, and when they hit your tongue, yes, I can't wait to have the next bite of my donut. And so when we're looking at promoting our own business or creating, um, you know, verbiage around what we're offering, not solving a problem is really difficult. So even though Lamar's doesn't solve a problem per se, because no one needs a donut, they are definitely cued into the people that they serve with their donuts. And it's people that have had some sort of memory or some sort of positive experience with donuts in the past, and they just up leveled it. And so let's look at, let's look at a business example, because um, sometimes it's a little harder to take those um, more fluid examples and apply them to our business. So I ran across this lady, I also found I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. So I found her via LinkedIn through a connection. And I'm going to be honest, like I went to her page and I was like, what does this person do? Like that is the last thing you want people to do when they go to your website, because most people will just be like, I don't know what they do. And they leave. They're not like me going poking around like what, what does this person do? And it takes me a while to figure it out. So if we're looking at her business, her, um, she sells a product called Isogenics, which is a health food, um, supplement, for lack of a better term. And the page that this sent me to was actually her recruitment page. So to get people to sign up, it's an MLM. So they want people to sign up for their team. And her verbiage um, went something like this. Quality of life assurance, because you deserve to truly live before you die. Okay, that number one, this is really depressing. Like when I look at it, I'm like, okay, when I came to this page, I was actually pretty excited that I might want to like make money selling something I love. And now you're like t talking about death. And so I'm not really sure the thought process behind this entire tagline. But I just know, um, in my brain, that brought about a lot of negative connotation. And so if I even made it to this page, I'd be like, that would be a huge turnoff for me. So nobody wants to be depressed when they're solving a problem. They want hope. They want um, light at the end of the tunnel. And so that doesn't even take into mind the people that show up here and they're like, I already have a quality, quality of life. I think that I'm, you know, I'm good. I just want to feel a little better or I, I want to, you know, um, earn a little extra money or whatever it is. But this makes it seem so detrimental, like, 
your life sucks. And if you don't sign up for, you know, now you're going to have a crappy life until you die. And the the words like that follow this up, you probably can't see a lot of them on the, on the screen, like actually are worse. Like it gets worse from here. So um, if I came across this page and I was looking for a second way to make income, I would probably run for the hills and find somewhere else to go and make money. So instead, I rewrote it, and this is what I came up with. Establish security, create impact, and build a bright future with isogenics. That to me sounds positive. It sounds hopeful. It sounds something I can attain. It doesn't sound like I'm already um, running up a hill with no running shoes, you know, barefoot. And so um, when we're creating a name for our product or service or how we're describing what we do, we need to take that into consideration. Like we need to think about where people are now, and where they want to be. And right now, um, they may not be like quality of life assurance. That's it's one, it's a mouthful, and it doesn't really tell you anything about where they're at. Instead, it would be like, um, you know, extra income to do the things you love to take your kids on vacation. Again, now, we're going to get to this in the next one. But because it's so general, like every single, most people, many people, who are these people? Some people, no, we don't know who these people are. And so if I'm looking at this, I don't resonate with any of this because I don't know who these people are. I don't know if she's talking to me. And so, um, and I definitely don't resonate with the, you deserve to truly live before you die. That's like so general and also very depressing. So that leads us to tip number three. And this is, a, this is a doozy. This is a good one. And people fear this with everything in their soul. But I'm telling you, if you get this and you get it right, you will immediately start seeing results. And that is specificity matters. People not only want solutions, they want solutions that are catered to them. And because of COVID and even prior to COVID, because of the physical amount of information available to the world, there is no better way for you to stand out than to start talking to specific people. And so this is an ongoing journey. Do not beat yourself up if you don't have this nailed yet. This is something that will continue to morph and change and um, emulate into your business as you build it. But the more specific you can get up front, the easier it's going to be for you to get traction. And so I look at a lot, I work with a lot of coaches um, specifically coaches, authors, and speakers. And every single one of them starts out with, I am a business coach, for example, and I want to help everybody. Well, one, you can't help everybody because there are so many different kinds of businesses. There are tech businesses. There are um, produce businesses, for example. There are businesses around crafting. There are, there's like so many different entities of businesses. And if your expertise lies in IT and you are trying to help somebody grow their craft business, meaning like their design business on Etsy, what is the likelihood that you're going to be able to do both of those things? Well, probably slim to none. And so when we get really specific about how we help people, our people find us, they're like, Oh, it's them. Now, do I have this nailed down? No. Am I constantly working to nail it down? Yes. My friends are sick of hearing about it. 
but I get a little closer each and every day. And I get a little bit more um, clear about my people because I continue to do research about those people and determine what it is they want and how I can help them. And so let's dive into some people doing it right examples. Um, because I think it's also really helpful to have examples of people that have nailed this. And um, both of these people actually are previous clients of mine or somewhat previous current clients. And the first one is um, my friend Wendy and my friend slash client. And she has always been really specific about her niche. She works specifically with veterinary offices on communication. And so you really can't get more specific with that. But because she is specific in her niche and what she does, she's been very successful. And so she runs a monthly webinar and she charges for that webinar and people can either um, purchase the webinar or they can purchase like a year long subscription and get all the webinars. So it's a great business model. And so her latest webinar, I just ran over to her website and grabbed this off, um, said, this was the title for her product. Now, of course, I just did a little bit, um, but it was pretty darn good to start with. Seven strategies to calm angry clients. Now, the only things that I added to this, um, and it was very simple to make it even more specific, is I changed it to seven strategies to immediately calm angry veterinary clients. And the reason I added those in there is that if somebody came to her site, they're gonna one, wanna know if they're in the right place. So if um, they're a veterinary uh, office, they're gonna know, oh yeah, I'm in the right place. This is talking about veterinary, angry veterinary clients. And then the other piece of it is that it's giving them a results-oriented um, timeframe. And so when we look at this, the problem is addressed. Patients at the vet office are mad. The solution is addressed. She's given them seven strategies that they can use to diffuse anger in their office. And then if you add the in 30 days or less or um, immediately, immediately, if you just add it immediately, then you know it's going to take little to no time at all to implement these strategies and see results. And then she actually goes into a little bit lower down um, the, ex the ex exact symptoms that people would be experiencing in their office so that they know these are, you know, if I'm having these problems, then I probably need to sign up for this in order to solve them. So that is example number one. And example number two is actually um, another client of mine and she's running a live challenge. And her headline here is five days to shift your career into high gear. So let's put it through the test. What is it? It's a challenge. This is when it's happening. It's five days long. Who's it for? People who want to up level their career. And how long is it gonna take? It's gonna take five days. And what are the results? You're gonna get the tools to accelerate your career, you're going to be able to break all the rules that you're currently following and create a customized plan. And so this is really specific, because it's talking about people who, in some way are not happy with their career. And it's giving them the tools within five days, so they know exactly how long it's going to take to create a plan to get out of that career and into something that they really enjoy. So just as a recap, let's just recap this. There are three things to consider before naming anything, and that includes your online course. And that is number one, 
eliminate being clever. Cleverness just confuses people. And when you try to be clever and cute, people don't know what you're talking about. They're going to leave the room and you're going to have a heck of a time getting them back because they're annoyed that you wasted their time. Number two, focus on their problem, not your solution. When you focus on their problem and then you lead them to your solution, the likelihood that they will purchase and move forward in your customer buyer journey is much, much higher. And then third, the most scary of all, but the most effective of all is get super specific. Who you help, how you help them, how long it's gonna take, um, and what they can expect as results within that time frame. So if you're talking about a lead magnet like the challenge, then you know it's five days. If it's a live training, then at the end of the live training, they can expect these results. You get the idea. So if this has been, this has been a really jam-packed episode, and if it's got your wheels turning and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. I feel like Myrna, and I looked at Myrna's words, and my words look like that, or you look at the isogenics thing and you're like, oh geez, this is me. Like, I need help. I have a solution for you. I actually offer a free 30-minute consultation. You can go over to my website and sign up. You just go to elisaconner.com. There's a big schedule now button all over my website, um, even in the top uh, menu bar. And you just click on that and you go schedule a 30-minute call. And what you're going to get when you walk away is you're going to have an understanding of the steps you need to take and implement to zhush up (laughs) your course name. Um, or your lead magnet name or whatever, but you're also gonna have an understanding of why things probably aren't working as well as you had hoped they would. So if that's of interest to you, head over to elisaconner.com and just click the schedule now button and get uh, access to that 30 minute consultation. Now I have a quick favor to ask, and I usually don't ask favors on this show, but if you would take 20 seconds and head over to your favorite podcast app, whether that's Google Play, or even on YouTube, and you would leave me a review, um, and it's going to take you 20 seconds or less, I would really appreciate it. Because what that does is it pushes my episodes out to more people like you who need help with their marketing, specifically coaches, consultants, um, authors, and speakers. Those are the people that I really focus on. And listening to the show, if it gives you one new idea that you can apply to your business, that could help someone else. So let's pay it forward. That's what I have for you this week. I appreciate you tuning in and I appreciate you being here till the end. I want you to have a great week. I want you to go and try one, two, or all three of these things and come and let me know how they work. Especially if you just send me a direct message on LinkedIn, I always reply to those. Um, And just let me know, hey, I tried it, it worked. Um, And then, you know, if you feel like you need a little bit more help, head over to my website and schedule a free call. In the meantime, be well, take care and stay safe. I'll see you soon. Did you miss something during the podcast? Maybe forgot to take notes? No worries, we've taken all the notes for you. All the resources, links, and information in this episode you can find over at alisaconner.com forward slash podcast. That's A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R dot com forward slash podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next week.